I'm still muted. Obviously, people deluded. I'm back again. First thing is first. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night, depending on where you lot are from and where you lot are in this world. Appreciative of all the support you lot give me, not just on YouTube, but on Twitch. Please make sure you're getting your talking points in, because while I like going over news and talking points and anything Google and the news outlets have to say, you lot make the platform, whoever you are, wherever you are. One thing I like about my channel, you know, there's a very diverse set of football fan and you know football can bring the world together definitely in this day and age and i really enjoy sitting here and speaking with you lots any talking points questions etc get them in any emerging news make sure we're staying on top of that smash the like button people subscribe if you haven't turn your notifications on shameless plug o'clock but 20 past 5 5 20 better yet only on Twitch, I'm watching Napoli versus Ajax. Ajax said that Mad Bergerai might be playing, I might be playing. So, yeah, man. Obviously, on that as well, 7.40 is Barcelona into Milan business. So, three bits of live content, including today. Make sure you've checked out the pin message and things like that. Thursday, it's Boldo against Arsenal, so it is what it is. So, yeah, I hope you're doing well and safe. DG watch, hey, man. I might just get an Ajax shirt and go around them sides. You never know what you might find, man. There might be some nice galley that, you know, think Burr's right is hot and that. And obviously, well, I'm the Burr's right don't look like me. I I mean, I don't look like Burr's right. He looks like me. He's a counterfeit DG, blood. I don't care what, because man got tats and he's a professional bowler in that. He lost it. But anyways, yeah, DG watch settings. The links have been dropped. To stay up to date with myself and when I go live, like the night, but I said, Make sure you're following on Twitter, on Instagram, and the rest of it. Marcel, big up yourself, my guy, as well. You know, you're a Liverpool man. Until we meet again at Anfield, didn't it? You know, it took us 20 million times, but it's dead now, isn't it? Like, the game's been and gone, man. Tell your man to just stop bitching, though. Pardon the French. He's moving mad, spoiled kid. But, yeah, away from that one love, man. Uh, man said, yo, DG, what an early gym session. Shout out yourself, Temi. 
let's activate. Come on, man. You're gassing me. You're gassing me. You're gassing me. DG, DG, DG. Spoiler alert. You know what I see sometimes when you lot comment that, and I'm obviously waiting for the intro. I'm getting gassed, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> feels like I'm about to play football. You know, I'm a passion merchant on the best of days. So, yeah, it is what it is, man. Again, man, any talking points get them in. We'll go over the, the whatevers and what have yous and things like that. One love to everyone who's hit the like button on this video and the rest of it. So, yeah, man, obviously been changing up the times a bit i thought let me experiment because youtube always tell you youtube or content creating i genuinely compare it to you know i mean you lot out there for the galley watching i don't pee outside but some man might pee outside then it's like peeing in the dark and peeing in the wind and i thought let me try and look at my analytics and it's a, I'm, I'm, the vast majority of you lot where twitch but where youtube's concerned you lot are more online in the afternoon. So I thought, you know what, let me try a thing. Let me conduct some experiments and things like that, man. You just have to try something. And then one day, one video will go viral and our lives will change people. DG Nation, man. We'll be in the hundreds and things like that. But we keep grinding until such, man. Tough crowd, man. There's no talking points. There's no nothing. I can always count on the Scotsman. Graham in the cut. Appreciate you. Afternoon back at you, my man. Afternoon, DG. For the first time in a while. I actually believe we might bring in a couple of players in January booster squad for the second half of the season. Graham, I'm not going to lie to you. I agree with you. But you see me? It's show and proof, man. That I need to see it done first. Then we start talking and speculating and the rest of it because my heart's been through it, innit? Like, it just seems too logical. I'm not trying to water down what Arteta or Kronke or Arsenal trying to do. But we've been here before. Like, surely another centre-mid arrives in, in the summer. Surely we do something in Jan. So it's show and proof. Again, I do hope, like you said, you know, when the when the when when the window in the summer closed, I hope the work began, not just for next summer, but also in January to try and get some people. And again, you know, as we get closer to the turn of the year, we're gonna keep getting linked with players. Obviously, November, December's the World Cup. Anyone that does anything close to decent at club level in the build-up to that, and obviously in that is gonna get linked with us and a number of clubs. And you know, even though it's not the time to discuss transfers. We've been linked with Mudrick, DRB, Locatelli, Zinolio, Telemans again, Douglas Louise. Uh, feel free to interject anyone. So, yeah, man, these names are great, but uh, we need players because that's the one major thing you could see our season being derailed by. And it would be, you know, players not being fit and things like that. Do you know what? Yeah, actually, that could potentially set us up for something good, man, because I was just, I, I don't know why I was doing this, but I was just writing notes to myself and, I just put, what have we learned about Arsenal so far this season? I'll start with the bad, you know. I'd say we're still naive across several aspects, but that's not really bad. That's to be expected because we have been, you know, the goals we conceded against Liverpool, the penalty against Spurs, some parts defensively against Leicester. You know, while we have three, four clean sheets in the Prem, we haven't got that many clean sheets really in, in Europa League and in the Prem. You know, you do need to keep them and while we're scoring goals, great attacking play and the rest of it, that is an area. I still think there's errors within our game over 90 minutes. Like, you know, against the last top six games, we started very fast and then we kind of somewhat had a nervy moment with Spurs. Definitely the last 20 minutes of the first half against Liverpool came out strong in the second half and started well. So we did the majority, but football is decided in margins and it's a 90-minute game. The defeat to Man United, obviously, we probably started a bit timid. We scored a goal, got shagged by VAR. There was a period when we made it 1-1 where we looked like we might nick it, showed naiveties, walked away with nothing at Old Trafford again. Um, you know, so I would say there's still that, but that's to be expected. As I said, you know, we're on the right direction. We're not quite there yet, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's bad, but I've got it on the bad. 
is the depth of the squad strong enough? Because you got to know about energy levels. People are carrying injuries. There is loss of form. The fact of the matter is we have more games and less players in the squad. You know, January, we can do what we need to do then, then and there. But we need to do, we need to use what we have in front of us at this moment. And again, the one big thing is probably, you know, strength in depth. God forbid anything happens to any of the players. But if anything happens to Xhaka, midfield's down the toilet. Part A, we've been there before. And then, you know, we'll be here all day if we spoke about them things. But that's part and parcel in football, really. And that's a lesson we should have learned off the back of last season or just in general. I would say it's only been eight or nine games. While I like the fact that I love, definitely love the talking points surrounding Arsenal, I definitely am positive about a lot of things. It's been eight, nine games. There's 29, 30 games left, 30 different narratives. You know, again, I hope we rock up at Leeds and do what we've been doing. But, you know, it's a tough month. It's a tough end to the year. And the Prem's a tough league, really and truly. Um, so while I like what we're doing, we, you know, Arteta himself said 10 to 12 games, we see where we're at. We're getting there, but we're not there yet. As I said, we've got to get more clean sheets, in my opinion. And ultimately, can we cope with the pressure when it's time to grind? You know, as we saw the tail end of last season, can we cope with that pressure? When everything's wrong, you know, right now it's confident. Everyone's playing well. There's every reason to try things. If you make a mistake, and another positive, we react very well. But when things are going wrong, when we go through that inevitable run of form, when the gaffer might have got his tactics wrong and the players have to bail him out, when the gaffer might have got his tactics spot on, but the players are messing about, you know, are we able to do it when that pressure cooker is on? I do believe there's a change in mentality, but you need to see longevity to see change, really. So there is that sort of thing. But if us, you know, the good, I like the fact that Arteta, you know, we're playing a couple of formations over 90 minutes. So there's multifunctional systems. There's multifunctional players like you've seen Ben White, Zinchenko, Tomiyasu have shown their versatility. Obviously, I like the relationships building across the field in many aspects. Vieira, when he plays with Odegaard and everyone, uh, you know, Odegaard, Saka, Jesus are hitting it off. Eddie, when he comes off the bench with Jesus, whoever plays left back and left wing, you know, the, the many people in midfield, obviously Gabriel and, and, and Saliba, Ben White over there as well. I like that sort of stuff that we're doing really and truly. I like the fact that there's competitions for places. I love the fact that we're getting results. I like the fact there's clearly somewhat of a mentality shift. You know, I like the fact that from the club to the all aspects of the clubs, the fans and all that stuff, we're moving in the same direction, whether we win, lose or draw. That hasn't always been that, the Emirates. Young players are taking their chances. Arteta, for me, is learning from mistakes. And ultimately, we're getting a lot more resilience and connections are building on the pitch. So I like what we're going, but we need to keep doing what we're doing really and truly. So I hope we do something in January, bro. But January is a notoriously tough time to do business. Obviously, you've got the World Cup. Again, we don't know what's going to happen because we know we probably needed a midfielder on the best of days. But at a, at a time in the summer, we was more, and we need both, but we was focused on a winger. Obviously, on an the mad thing happened to him, part eight, there was injuries. The focus, to me as a fan, seemed to shift towards goal. We need to do in the Jan market, but I don't know. It's a notoriously tough time to do business. You know, people don't necessarily want to tear up their squad because um, it's mid-season and things. So I hope Edu Arteta and the recruitment staff and all them things are able to do something for us to keep keep us ticking over and and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't know why we're being linked with Jude Bellingham. You know, that's not popping off. And Bappe, if you want a real challenge, come try be the next Thierry Henry. But you can't do the foolishness you're doing at PSG. Or, you know, I hope Arteta puts you in the headlock. You know, I mean, Arsene Wenger, French ties. Your boy Saliba, I'm sure he's got you on the phone. Odegaard, keep messaging Haaland about Arsenal because, you know, 
when he's had his fun at City and the top four, five leagues and that, come show you on a real challenge and let's get some wavy stuff going at the Emirates. But on a serious note, we just have to keep going really and truly. And that's my test, isn't it? You know, there are going to be bumps and bruises. I know we haven't drawn too many games in the last 20 plus games, but we're not going to win everything, you know. So we just have to keep going. There's many twists and turns and we'll have to see what's going on, man. What have we learned about Arsenal so far this season? So, yeah, and, you know, while I like what's happening at this moment, you know, we've done well in the last eight or nine games. If the next eight or nine games are shaky, what, how is sentiment going to shift? A week is a long time in football, let alone eight to nine game weeks. So I understand conclusions being drawn. Unpopular opinion. While I like what we're doing, we haven't done it. There's a difference between doing and done it. You know, if the league ends tomorrow, I'm happy. I'm happy as Larry. We're top of the table. Arteta wins his first Premier League, first Premier League since the Emirates era. I'm happy, but it needs to be there in May where top four is concerned. We haven't accomplished anything in a nice way. You know, why? And as Arteta and the players, even Martinelli in his last interview, you know, he said we need to keep going, relax ourselves, try and turn the good into great focus on the bad and just keep level-headedness, people. And that's 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 what's going to put us in good stead, really. So I hope we do something in the Jan market. But honestly, Bob's your uncle, really, Graham, and no one knows, really. I can understand not bringing in a winger, but there's a premium, even though we need one. I mean, every every day, every summer, every summer window, or Jan window, you'll hear me saying, all I want is a centre-mid, it? So, yeah, man, all I want is a centre-mid, man. We'll have to see, man. Been looking up centre-back salaries for under-25s. Where should Saliba be in this list? Weekly salaries. De Litt's on 260, 266k. Conde's on 200. Dodd. Fufana's on 200k. Diaz is on 180. Or I mean, he's, you know, the fact that he's been called up to the French team, the fact that his contract is running down, the fact that he's a, 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 in the in right now, he looks like a pillar and um, in the Arsenal team and central to our rebuild, you know. He should try and be drawn parity towards the top end of the, of the bracket, really and truly. It, so we'll have to see, man. What do you think of Tomoy red card? It's a soft red card, but it is one, isn't it, in today's day and age? He's got hands all over him. His positioning's terrible. I'm not going to lie. Tomori's my guy. And when people hear overrated, they think, oh, you don't think he's good. I think he's a quality defender. I think he is good. But he has peed the bed last time he played against Chelsea. And I can't lie. I do think fans overrate him a bit. Like, he's a good defender. He's not... You know, he should be in the England side and he could have had a, a, a chance at Chelsea and things like that. But man move like he's one of the best in the world, top five in the world right now. And he makes no mistakes. He, you know, the positioning struggled second time against Chelsea. You know, I remember him having a poor game against for, against Chelsea for Derby. So maybe he's just helping out his old club, really. Soft red card, but he's got hands all over him. His positioning's terrible. You can't really... You can have complaints, card. The game's gone down the toilet. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah. It is where it is in that regards, if I'm honest with you. Big up you lot for tuning in. So that's what I feel. Can't wait for Football Manager 20, 2023 so I can take Arsenal to the top, hopefully we rec replicate in real life. Amen, bro. What's going on with Martinelli's deal? I'd imagine they're talking, but right now, you know, where him, Saliba, Saka, doesn't seem like there's an immediate breakthrough. And it's to be, it's, it's to be expected, you know. You don't want to commit too early. If I'm William Saliba, wow. The fans are charting me. I'm central to the rebuild. The gaffer is playing me. I'm, I'm, you know, you don't just play because the same way if Saliba was playing poor and he got dropped, he'd have no complaints. He's taking his chances. You know, you're playing football. So like he was doing at Marseille, not quite in the Champions League and that, but you can get into the French side. You're learning, you're, you know, you're doing what you needed to do, boyhood club and that. But if I'm him, things could change. If I was Saliba, I'd be thinking, boy, you know, if my form dictates it, then so be it. But what if I get dropped? You know, what's happening there? 
and the longer he keeps playing, the more zeros get put on his on 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 his value. You want to run it to the end of the season, really. And if I was Saliba, Martinelli, or Saka, either one, I kind of want one of the two or two of the of the three between us to you lot commit your futures first, so that I can see what you lot have got. And I'd say, well, boy, if Saka and Martinelli got that, then maybe I can ask for this and that and the third. You also want to know the the, the the plans for the future as well. So it makes sense, in it? Not just them, but young Ethan with the scholarship and that. It makes sense to run it down, really. You know, until we get it done, who knows? But I would say I'm, I wouldn't say confident because I'm not in the I'm not privy to anything really. But based on what I can see as a fan, I'm I, I, I'm quite hopeful, bullishly hopeful that Martinelli, Saka, and Saliba all sign new deals, and anybody else who requires one. So yeah, man, dream signings, bro. Mbappe, Dembele, Jude Bellingham, Kareem Adeniemi, uh, boy, all the players we can't grab, man. Martinelli and Saka have really improved this season. Bellingham would be lit here, but if you ain't got 100 million, you can't get in a conversation. That's a myth. Yo, DG, next five games should get 12 to 15 points going into the World Cup. We need to make in... We need to make into January window. I hear that. Played about a quarter of the season and picked up 24 out of 27 points. Another 10 points and we're halfway to last season's tally. Keep going, man. Keep going. DG, would you take it? We'll be back giving his form right now. Nah, man. He's, he's wavy doing what he needs to do, you know. Definitely since he's left Arsenal, this is the period where if you offer him a return to Arsenal, I'm more likely to say yes than I've ever been. But now, nah, man, keep doing what you're doing. You're playing in your centre mid row. You're thriving. That's your thing, man. It's like, Joe Willett, you lot do your thing. Let's get some lit, guys, and then keep it moving, man. Do you think Arsenal should go after Jude Bellingham in Jan? I don't think anyone's going to get him in Jan. But like I said, if there was a chance, why not? But I I, I think our chances are, are, are to call them slim. It would be a compliment. I can't lie, I watched the Madrid game and wasn't impressed by Mudrick. I mean, again, I think Mudrick looks a talented lad and a talented player, but, you know, everybody, not saying you, but everybody's become an expert on Mudrick, on Shakhtar Donetsk and Ukrainian football. And nobody, myself included, cause I'd never said I knew the guy, but no one can rise up what he's bad at. You know, a bad game where things have gone wrong. Everyone can just talk about his strengths. You want to, yes, take his strengths and make them better, but what about his weaknesses? From what I've seen, could give us something at Arsenal. I understand why Arsenal might be reluctant to give 50 plus million and all of those sort of things to him. Because, you know, someone might put 50 million down and we look at it like, boy, maybe we should have done that. Or, you know, it's too expensive, really. You know, what you need to do is keep scouting. I heard a little rumour from a very reliable source that Mbappe is open to a mute. It's open on a move to Arsenal this January. What are you saying? You know his brothers, sons, all of these things. You know his dentist and that. Hey, man, I, I've heard from a reliable source. Yeah, right, mate. I'll be the first to apologise to you if that was ever true. But who are you trying to kid, my guy? <laughs> Do I look like an idiot to you? Don't answer that. But yeah, Mbappe will be up for a January window. Where do you see him go? I think he's capping, man. I think he's obviously he could leave, but he's just throwing his toys out the pram, really. And you know, you've got Messi and, and Neymar, you've got a Champions League campaign. Why would you want to throw that away? Who knows? But you'd imagine the Madrids, the Liverpools, the Chelsea's, the United's, the Cities, the, the, the you know, the Bayern Munich's, these teams will be linked with him, some more realistic than others. Hard it be. Declan Rice for the free. I'd rather pay over a hundred million if you know they both you could say his contract is running down, Declan Rice, but you know, because of English premium and that, you'd probably say 80 to 100 million conservative for West Ham, really, you know, 
should be about 60. Would prefer it 25, 30, but this is the game we're in. He'd probably be about 80 to 100 plus million and maybe Jude Bellingham around that figure, probably the higher end of the spectrum. I'd rather splash that on Jude Bellingham than Declan Rice because respectfully to Declan Rice, I do like your skill set, but you're a piano pusher. You're there to be a ball-winning midfielder, Give it to the more techie guys in your team and keep it moving. Don't get it twisted. He has got technical ability. He does contribute going forward. I do like his mentality. But once you start crossing out, with the exception of Van Dijk and Allison and these sort of things, um, you know, I'd rather pay for them attacking players because nine times out of ten, an attacking player might um, can dance past players and things like that. The source is righty, bro. I hear that, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your word for it. Rise up where Declare I said that. Or you know, stop talking nonsense to everyone, man. You're boring everyone, my brother. But anyways, Declare Rice isn't an Arsenal fan. You don't need to be an Arsenal fan to play for this club. You just need to do the right things on the football pitch. Really, I couldn't give a crap if he was a Spurs fan growing up. As long as you sign for the club, he do what he needs to do. He's calm. And Bate is their Omri region. I mean, Henri was more than willing to play left wing for Barcelona. I don't know for this spoil, brat. We don't need Mbappe the drama queen. Uh, I'll take that. I hear you. And I'll take, I'll take, just put him in a headlock, man. I'll take all the drama and the shenanigans Mbappe brings because he's a quality player, but he needs to get batted up. What Mbappe needs to realize is well, not that you're signing for Arsenal. You're not going to be able to do this foolishness elsewhere. You can have drama in that, but you're not going to be no sporting director cry because you're not playing in the right position and all of these sort of things at any club, much less Madrid than that. I don't know how you could ever put the sentence, we don't need Mbappe, though. If you just look at the way Arsenal are playing these games, is top three E's, we all know City win. I don't know, man, there's over 20, 20, 30 games left. Would you take either Declan Rice or Bruno Guimaraes right now? Yeah, Brazilian bias, rather Bruno Guimaraes, but again, you need to smash the like button, people. Them sort of guys, you need to get them when they're at Lyon. He's joined, he's joined Newcastle where they're doing this new project thing. It's a madness. I mean, how is a Bamiyan a snake? He's he's a Badina. He's chatting too much. But how is a Bamiyan a snake? He signed a new deal. He wanted to stay here. Couldn't behave himself. He got exit out of the club. Barcelona rubbed you out. You know, the same fans that were saying, oh, you show great mentality when, you know, you could have down tools saying that you lack attitude and that. He's clearly comfortable in London. Chelsea's playing Champions League football. You know, Barca rubbed you out. Well, no, I don't think it's a snake thing. Simple as that. We're getting two goals a game. I don't know if that's sustainable, but long may it continue, bro. Long may it continue. Big up, DG. DG, big up, brother. Great to catch your elite quality. With even better supporters like yourself, keep the talking points coming, people, and them sort of things. Modric, we don't know his weaknesses. He definitely does play the style, but depends on the price, which is going to be high. Again, can't blame Shakhtar. They said they're selling to the highest bidder. If you got the band... They want a bidding war. If you want the guy, keep it moving. And he's linked with teams like Arsenal and PSG. You know, he's linked with a number of British clubs. He's even linked with Nice and Sevilla and all these things. So it's going to be a next step, man. Why join rivals? It's hard to tell sarcasm. Why join rivals? Because he doesn't owe us anything. He didn't grow up on Gillespie Road. He didn't come up through the academy. It's a job, really. What lo lo what loyalty does a Birmingham have to give Arsenal? He got rubbed out. Like, is what it is, really. You know, I very much doubt anyone looks down at George Graham, you know, after managing Spurs. Pat Jennings ha higher regard at Spurs more than Arsenal, but yeah. League in that big up for Bamian. He's doing quite he's doing quite well recent. You know, I can't lie, he's scoring too many goals for my liking in a Chelsea shirt. And 
You know, God forbid, I don't wish bad mind on him, but you can see he's aging. When he does this front flip, he, he's a bit shaky when he's getting up from it, really. So probably needs to cut that out, find a new celebration, or it could be peak for him. But yeah, man, it is what it is, people. Keep smashing the like button. Keep your opinions coming. Same way our fans thought Fabregas ran Percy with snakes, but it's the club he forced them out. But I can't, these men didn't grow up in London, bro. They've got it's a job. As much as I like what they've been, what they gave to Arsenal in that, bro. Van Persie doesn't go United. We should have sold him abroad. He don't go United. He doesn't win a Prem. Cesc doesn't win a Prem. Cesc doesn't do what he done at, at um at Barca. It is what it is. Like you got to remove emotion. And if these guys stayed, once they get thirty odd or the wrong side of thirty and they're declining, that same loyalty they showed in their mid twenties, the fans are not gonna care about that. All you're gonna get is a handshake. Football's a two-way street, man. Yeah, man, it's crazy talking about Mbappe, but we'd all love it, man. Why do our fans act like they know everything about players like Mudrick? I guarantee a lot of people haven't watched him for three full 90 minutes. Mudrick and Bellingham is a great window. Again, psh, that's over 150 million, so I can't see it happening. Danilo looks more realistic for January. I'll take Mudrick for less than 45 million. Never mind not an Arsenal fan. Ben White isn't even a football fan. Ben White keeps playing like this. Psh, doesn't matter, man. Maybe you started watching football, bro. Like, psh, keep it up, mate. I know football can be quite tribal, but crazy. I would like, I can't say his name, but K Don. I don't know about 65 million, but yeah, man. We know we're not getting Bellingham. I don't know where this chat has come from. You never know. Dream Chase FC and that, but boy, I think you might be setting yourself up for failure if you expect that one to pop off, really and truly. I'm sorry, people. What we need to do is. There we have it. Yeah, man, I cannot say that name. We'll be watching him today, people. Don't forget on Twitch, 5.20pm, we'll be watching Napoli against Ajax and we bring YouTube back in to watch Barca into people. So, yeah, man, we need centre mids, not attacking mids. I hear that. To be fair, if you could get eight that could control the tempo of a game, why not? Eights and sixes. Bellingham won't happen. Let's be real. By Mudrick is a great look. I mean, everyone's an expert, man. We'll have to see what, what, what this brother is saying, really and truly. But I share your optimism. Why not, man? Why not? Let me make sure we've got everything covered where Arsenal's concerned as well, people. So I do prefer the afternoon streams, man, purely because news filters out a bit easier. Real Fer oh, I hate listening to Real Ferdinand. I can't lie, man. This guy's just a hot take king. Now he's bred in Ben White after you, Gary Neville. All you twats were saying he's not good and all these sort of things. Telemans price must be slashed by the time the window opens again. They might want to just sell him. Unpopular opinion, Nelson looks solid for short while he came on against Bodo, so maybe he can do a job for the rest of the season. I mean, unless... He does a madness. He's a spare part at the club, really. And there's nothing wrong with that. Take your chances. Things might happen for you, Jude Bellingham. I'm Reese Nelson, but it's 10 minutes against Boldo. Let's be honest. So I hope he can do a Mazza, but let's let's be honest, man. Overdoing it somewhat. Let's close that. Let's close that. Oh, I shouldn't have closed that. But yeah. Casado and Tossart from Brighton would be really good. I really think Casado is top notch. Yeah, but if you don't put the black, we've seen with half these players we get linked with in the Prem. Leeds was a bit different because Barcelona was Rafinha's first and then Chelsea was his second. But where we've seen with him, Zaha, Neto, probably a couple of players are missing. You don't put the money down, you don't get these players. 
you know we're not getting Bellingham. You look, Bellingham can be as good of a signing as he wants. He's not signing for Arsenal Football Club. I want to be wrong. I want to get clipped up on the net for completely ruling up our, rule, ruling out Arsenal's chances of Bellingham. But you lot are playing too much FIFA. There's not a snowball's chance. You've got Madrid. You've got all them other elite clubs. You know, really, there's no need for him to sign for Arsenal. And it kills, it pains me to say that. I don't want to say that about my football club. But you've got to be honest, you don't have a chance, man. Don't have a chance. This is why other fans don't like Arsenal fans. Y'all been good, very good, but got two, three months. Why would Mbappe and Bellingham join you? I kind of echo, I kind of echoed that careful. You lot might be joining us as well. But to be honest with you, I don't give a flying fuck. What other part of my French if other fans don't like us or whatever, you know. We're not I, I on the best of days don't live for no validation of others beyond the you know the com you know what we have to confirm to in society. Nobody cares what other fans think, bro. I can't lie to you. And if I supported any other club, I'd be saying the same thing, bro. Like you don't have to like man. You know, you don't have to like my football club. You don't have to like, man, like, to say in a popularity contest. So I don't really get that, but fair enough. You know, I don't think anyone's been, well, some people in the chat, I don't think anyone, you know, Arsenal fans in the chat, if you read up a saying, we're not getting Bellingham and Mbappe and that really and truly. We are an elite club, but we have to go back acting like it. Well, that comes with being in the Champions League consistently and challenging for titles. I do think if, you know, if you offered the money, you know, that the, the people offering for Mbappe and Bellingham, I think you could get a conversation with his advisors and that. Mbappe the same, but he's not signing, you know. I remember hearing a lot of fans last year saying, why would Jesus join? That's true, but the dynamics are completely different. Say it similar but completely different. But yeah, who gives a flying monkeys what fans like Arsenal fans or if I was a Spurs fan, if Arsenal fans or anyone likes me, who cares, bro? Like it's you don't have to be liked in football, it doesn't mean anything. Weird flex, but all right. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Come on. So, yeah, man, cracking on. Let's see what's going on in the world of football, people, where Arsenal are concerned. Let's start with the athletic. Uh oh, it's not showing the screen, it never does it on time, man. Not gonna lie, come next summer. If only player we sign is Bellingham and a couple, bro, you're not getting him. I would love to be wrong, but you're not getting him. Like, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna entertain any of this, man. I mean, obviously, you know, whether Jesus signed because of Arteta, because of what Edu said, because of the club, because of he'd get a free, you know, kind of run at playing up front and get to be the you know, unlock some potential. He cares really and truly, you know. Look how Liverpool recruited players, you know. People look down at Mane, people look down their nose at Salah and other players, Van Dijk as well. It worked out. So however you recruit the players, I'm not sure Liverpool fans give a flying monkeys. Like, however you recruit these players, you know, it comes with the territory. Real Madrid are Real Madrid. People always want to join them because of what they've given to the game and because of what they've done. Arsenal haven't done that. I do think players would listen, but psh, anywho, how Arsenal are getting smarter in game coaching, huddles and running down the clock. I mean, don't really want to praise us for having good game management, but let's see what's going on, man. For Arteta, every break in play is, an is a coaching opportunity. Granted a few minutes with his team, he managed to impart hurried instructions to more than half of Arsenal's eleven. I mean, all the coaches seem to do that right now. There were a few brief words exchanged with Gabriel, then the Arsenal manager called Xhaka, the team's vice-captain, and one of Arteta's most trusted lieutenants. The two engaged in dialogue about Xhaka's positioning. Arteta was asking Jacka questions rather than simply giving orders, like you see. I mean, we see this already, really. This article's not really. Yeah, man. 
it's, I expect to see that, really. That's what a team should be doing, and it's a bit boring, really. UK government to speak with Premier League over fixture plans for King Charles' coronation. Well, Charles. So, again, you know, unprecedented waters off the back of a World Cup and potentially what could be happening here, people. The UK government world talks with the PL during the next few weeks regarding fixture scheduled around May. So, again, everybody faces a bit of a madness in that regard. Bodo slash Glint have asked their fans to not wear Arsenal-branded clothing during the Europa League tie. Apparently, there's an official supporters club in New in Norway. And they've told those attending Thursday's game that they will ask them to remove any Arsenal-branded clothing. There are many Arsenal supporters in Norway and many have both Glint and Arsenal. That Arsenal effects are only allowed in the away end. This means that we'll ask you to remove scarves, caps, T-shirts, jackets, if these have the Arsenal logo or similar on them. However, we make an exception for scarves or half and half scarves. Smash the like button. Half and half, half scarves. Ugh, repulsive. But yeah, shout out that. Um, there was an article about 3pm kickoffs, which if you're in the UK like myself, Premier League committed to 3pm kickoff blackout for at least three years. It's crazy that in this country that's still a thing, really. But yeah, man, moving away from that. Keep your talking points flowing, people. Uh, going back over to Google Chrome now. Half and half, crazy. European football has completely changed. Arsenal's status and wealth hasn't gone up, but teams like Juventus, Atletico have plummeted in spending power because the Prem's got bands, they ain't. If Arsenal are in the champs, I think Mudrick would pick us over PSG, London pool. I don't know about that because them man, they got Messi and that I don't know. And they're challenging for major trophies more than us. Uh, you know, I do think Arsenal can put together a package to try and convince players, but we have, you know, it comes with the territory. We're not Madrid, we're not Barca, we're not these clubs. People, even these clubs, people have said, no, you keep it moving. Smith Rowe's injured, so he's not going to get game time. But he faces a, you know, Steffi faces a, a tough task right now. If he was fit today, he's not playing because Martinelli's doing his thing. I obviously want Smith Rowe to play, but I care about the collective rather than just individuals. If you want to play, go out there and prove it and give Arteta a headache. Bit like he might have with Ben White, with Tomiyasu, with Tini, with Zinchenko, with Gabriel, with Saliba. You know, maybe even in midfield, Vieira's been chomping at the bit whenever he's played in the little minutes. We need good problems, really. Good problems. Big up DG spitting the truth. Bellingham and Bappe and similar for the oil and globe trotter clubs. Again, there you have it, man. DG, what do you think about Immobile saying Milinkovic Savage being the same level as De Bruyne? Disagree with that heavily, bro. Don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. One love rants for the raid. Come on. He's moving mad. Shout out rants for the Twitch raid. But yeah, moving on with that shout out Grove as well. Uh, keep your opinions and that coming, people. Anyways, wait, where's the screen gone? What's going on there? Sorry, people, I thought the screen was shared with you lot. Arsenal and Spurs are both interested in signing punchy teenage speedster. I mean, Malagusto from Lyon's got a lot to work on, but I'm having him. How many fullbacks does Spurs want, didn't you? Yeah, you just, you got Matt Doherty, to be fair. Matt Doherty got buoyed by Conte the other day. Emerson Royal is pony, to put it nice. Spence, well, you might as well just find a gang to bang for because you're not really playing for Spurs right now and your sister's doing the Bedina thing, chatting on the socials and that. Crazy. They could have got Tommy Asu. They tried to, Spurs fans tried the Emerson Royal versus Tommy Asu agenda, didn't bang. But allegedly, you know, we're both looking at, at Gusto. There's a couple of players from Leon. If you could bring me Kakare, Gusto, is it Luke but the left-sided centre-back? They're all kind of young and that. Why not? You know, he's got a good engine. He's quite bullish in the tackle. But yeah, apparently he's attracting real interest ahead of January and summer windows. Apparently Man United and Barcelona have made contact to try and sign him over the summer. 
More clubs are now joining the race. Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, Spurs, Atletico, Dortmund and Juventus are all understood to be watching him. And he's 19, he's doing his thing, man. He's got he's approaching 18 months on his contract as well. So that might maybe none of the clubs are interested in him beyond just general scouting and staying up to date if they ever need to move for a player in such position. Um, I don't know. But yeah, man, I don't really buy that. But if it did happen, why not? What's this? Big up Bakayo Saka. He's become the second youngest Arsenal player to reach 20 Premier League goals. You know, appreciate that. You know, that's he must be near Nicholas Anelka. Liverpool consider transfer move for Premier League star to fix problem um, problem position. They've been linked with Douglas Louise people. They got Arthur Mello. He is out and he won't play until next year. Poor loan spell there. Kim Kallstrom give him a run for his money, in it. But yeah, Douglas Louise, he could go Arsenal, he could go Liverpool, he could go someone else, he could go abroad. As you know, him, Telemans, these sort of guys with our war with these contracts running down, it's a techie time, people. But Liverpool have been linked with him. Who knows, really and truly. We did try to get him in the summer. It didn't bang. Allegedly, you know, Arsenal dealt serious transfer blow as killing and transfer blow as killing Mbappe Rao sees PSG burst on the scene for player Arteta loves. I have first thing this James guy. This is 10 10 waffling in this headline. 10 10 clickbait. 10 10 10 10. But, anyways, Arsenal reportedly faced some strong new competition for top target Mudrip with PSG ready to become serious suitors for his signature. Everyone in Europe's looking at him and seeing if he's decent enough. 21 year old has four goal involvements and just three champions. Nobody's waffling about it. He's been linked with Bear Clubs. One minute, the latest we saw of him is Nice are stealing the, the stealing the march. Seville, Sevilla, PSG, Dortmund, Arsenal. Bro, Bear, Bear Clubs have been linked with him. Newcastle is boring, isn't it? And obviously, you know, they want to sell to the highest bidder. Their, their sporting director said Mudrik is a serious talent. After Mbappe and Vinicius, he's the best player in Europe in his position. If someone wants to buy Mudrik, then they must spend a lot, a lot, a lot of money. They must respect our club and president. Well, if you think he's worth it, do your thing. But beyond that, I don't know. And I can't currently see where... Oh, fair enough. Here's the PSG thing. I think every guy dreams about the Premier League. When pushed, if there was any one club in particular he'd like to play for, such as Real Madrid or Arsenal, he said, yes, yes, it's hard to say, but Arsenal's a very good team, very good coach. I like the way they play, okay? But where's this PSG versus Arsenal stuff? I don't know. And Arsenal ready to strengthen in January, allegedly, as we should be, you know. We've got more games this 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 win, this 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 season, and less players. So I hope we are, but it's 10-10 waffling in that one. As you can see, I was just looking at the fixture list there. Don't know, you know, did the credibility of this, but Arsenal owner Kronke ready to spend in January. Stan Kronke is reportedly prepared to invest more if Arteta wishes to strengthen his squad in the Jan transfer window, as per transfer journalist Peter Rook. The Gunners owner was previously under fire from the Emirates faithful for not being able to run the club properly, blah, blah, blah. We spent $142 million last summer. Um, the North London club's hierarchy didn't hold back recently concluded transfer window either and invested around 120 million to bolster the squad uh where is the you know i'm just trying to dice through any of these people i mean is this will this shed any more light what's this let's see planning you know spending don't mean spending like that you know it could be mean spending a pound as long as we buy the right players i know everyone myself included we like flashy players we like big game players we like showsters but the players have to be the right guys man they have to be the right players first things first smash the like button youtube ones 
um, and all of those sort of things. Kronke will make money available to Arteta if he wishes to strengthen his squad in Jan. So I hope Edu and Arteta and the recruitment staff are all doing the necessarily necessary collaborations to bolster this side in whatever areas they deem fit. For me, centre mid, if you could a winger, January's techie time to do business. Specifically what has been said. I think they are busy planning for the January transfer window as well, where money will be available if Arteta wants to strengthen his squad. The Kronkes have come in for a bit of stick in the past, but they're putting their money down and backing Arteta. And so far, it seems like things are paying off with the success Arsenal are having, especially on the recruitment front. That's all it says, really. So you're going to have to draw whatever conclusions you wish of that, people. Um, we've been linked with a free transfer for Ivan Indica as well. I think we've been linked with him since he was born, really. This is a Roma central. And where's the Arsenal stuff? We've been linked with Endika, as you can see there. At the moment, the rumours about these two players in Roma key are more and more frequent, in particular for Endika, a boy from 1999. Clearly, Google Translate not helping us. We all know he's left-footed and blah, blah, blah. Apparently, the problem with the player is competition, especially from the Premier League starting with Arsenal. So... I don't know if this is anything to read into, people. Arsenal injury boost as Jesus passes fitness test, but Zinchenko concerns continue. As you know, get Jesus suffered a suspected concussion. Nice to know he's all right, people. In relation to Zinchenko, he's unlikely to be able to face Bodo slash Glint as he continues to deal with a calf injury. We all know he missed the game. Uh, well, he missed last week's both games against Liverpool and Glint. We hope he's all right for Leeds at the weekend, people. And obviously, on the topic of, of live streams and things like that, don't forget, I am live on, on Thursday to watch Glint versus Arsenal. I am live tonight across Twitch and YouTube for this Barcelona versus Inter. Smash the like button if you can. Every like button helps the engagement, people. And don't forget as well, Twitch gang, 520. It's Napoli against Ajax, man. What a game it'll be to watch. So, yeah, it is what it is where that's concerned, folks. Uh, Barcelona consider launching move to sign Arsenal and Liverpool target. Barcelona, one minute it's Ruben Neves. They're reportedly interested. That they want to sign Kante and Jorginho on free transfers. So, they, you know, I couldn't begrudge Telemans for saying no to working on the Javi and Barcelona. But, yeah, it is what it is. The Catalan Giants are set to face competition from Real Madrid and Liverpool. Arsenal, who were heavily linked with Telemans earlier this summer, also in the race to acquire the former Andalek star, according to Romano. But again, this is stuff we already knew. Barcelona battling Arsenal for Ruben Neves, as you can see here. Apparently, Wolves want 50 million quid. He's contracted until 2024, so they're going to have to make a decision on him as well, people. So I'm not too sure what to believe there. Yesterday, you heard Arsenal and Chelsea have joined Wolverhampton Wanderers in showing an interest in Corinthians youngster Robert Renan. Looks fairly composed on the ball. Don't think he's ready for Premier League football. Million. I mean, if you know, we've got history with Corinthians. Martinelli spent time there before obviously leaving and going to Atano. Edu spent on so if he's all right, do what you need to do. But I can't say I believe any of that people really. You know, his, his price tag has ballooned, it's gone from 10 million euros in, 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 in June, where Wolves wanted him, you know, to 50 odd million. And to be honest, they must see Chelsea's new owner and think there's money to make. But, you know, we're going to get into... I want to read Saliba and Gabriel's articles on Arsenal.com. But where the news is concerned, that's it, people. God, we've been lied to, really. Where else are you lot saying? Because I heard you lot for a while. Alise, I'd prefer Alise to Aribio, Aribo, but he's doing all right. What's up, Guna? Finally caught alive for a while in Sydney. Shout out my Aussies. 
Pablo Marie keeping clean sheets against your verse and scoring goals. You taking him back, DG? Taking him back where? You better stay. Listen, I'm a Monza fan for this season because if they stay up, it's an obligation to buy. That's one less meaty player corrupting the airwaves at Arsenal Football Club. 83 likes. Can we get to 100 people? Oh, sorry. And on that, we forgot something as well where Milinkovic Savage is concerned. Where is that article? Milinkovic Savage. Is it, where is it gone? Is, is, is the journalist spoke? Sorry, people, wheel that up. Wheel that up. There we go. Sorry, but not quite done with, with that segment yet. Uh, the president has spoken, and I swear he's contracted until 2024. So they're probably just trying to price him out of a live of a move. Grove, we're not gonna have time, bro. But, um, so, yeah, postpone, we got to get on Friday. But, yeah, they're probably going to have to get rid of the 27-year-old soon, but probably don't want to do that in Jan. Apparently, I have no agreement with his agent, Kesman, to sell him to Juventus or anyone else in the winter. On the contrary, he is, contrary, he is now worth €120 million, Euros, not €100 million. Euros. Every month, the price goes up. Boy. So, yeah, that's clearly to price the young lad, well, I say young, 27 years of age, out of a move at least until the summer. So, again, there could be a lot of decent players and we don't know who's going to shine at the World Cup or who's going to shine at club level from now to convince people to take a move on them. Should we feel worried about Tierney? He's bound to feel frustrated with his situation, as you should, but the best way to do it is convince the gaffer he should use you. You know, if you want to do this, everyone gets a game thing, go join a Sunday league team. You know, go and join it. And that goes for everyone. You know, I don't want you to be happy. I would prefer a Napoli winger. I mean, he looks decent. We're going to see him in action today, isn't it? Hope he's on crud. Hope he's on stuff today, man. He better not disappoint me. He's very techie, man. Ajay, to watch if I'm completely honest with you. So we'll have to see what he brings to the table. Arsenal need to stop signing youngsters and let the youngsters grow. Uh, you know, if we can bring the right player, I just want the right players in, man. Just bring the right players in. Only youngster we should sign is for a winger. I, I would like some more experienced midfielders, but I'm never going to say no experience isn't always with age you know you could be 20 years of age and ready right now i know that's more of an exception um but i would i i share what you're trying to say i would like some obviously top world-class players whether you can do that's another thing but guys that are kind of they can still improve but they've kind of gone through the, the the primary school the elementary foundation sort of stage and they're ready to kind of impact us almost straight away like more meat like short medium and long term versus just medium and long term with these younger signings people so we'll have to see how this develops people but yeah i wanted to see what gabriel and saliba have had to say on arsenal.com smith rose injured at the moment you know hopefully he's back at the turn of the year and it could be like a new signing as arsenal fans typically say so yeah it is what it is people i want to see what gabriel has said gabriel dreams for club and country my center back no matter what arsenal fans are saying I've learned so much since I got here over the last two seasons. I knew about the situation that the club was in when I first joined, which wasn't the best. But ever since first wearing this jersey, I've had ambitions, big ambitions. I have the desire to win trophies here at Arsenal and leave my mark on the club that welcomes me as much as possible. It's a club that I love and that my family loves. There are certainly big ambitions here. I can't put the importance of my family into words. Thank God I had a very good education. My parents brought me up well. If I wasn't doing well, my family was always by my side. If I was doing well, they was also there. My inspiration away from football is my father. He battled hard for me to be here today. He always wakes up early to go work. He always wanted me to get into football. He's certainly my inspiration off the pitch. He's a person who always tried to do good things for me. Big up, Pops. 
I'm now here at one of the best clubs in the world. Big up yourself. I played football in the streets with my friends all the time. We would play every day. There were lots of boys supporting Palmeiras, supporting Corinthians. So we'd pretend it was Palmeiras against Corinthians. We used to do that. The Arsenal and Spurs fans in my cage, we used to do that. We used to play a lot of games. And everyone wanted to win no matter what. I've loved football since a young age. Thank God I've managed to keep my football going and my family has been a big part of that. My father has always been by my side for whatever I needed. I'm here today, thanks to God and my father. There's always difficult moments, of course, but if you want to be a player, you know, Gabriel, Dani Alves, Rafinha, if you look at how, obviously, Dani Alves has done the mad thing, Rafinha and Gabriel are doing all right, but if you look at their journeys as footballers, it's, it's, it's bloody difficult, man. Even Gabriel, he didn't, he didn't pop off at France straight away. He went on some bookie loans and all of those sort of things, man. So, yeah. That was the case for me when I was younger. All of those were a learning curve for me and gave me strength. Now, thank God I can smile while looking back at everything I went through and can see that it was all now worth it. And he also said, began to really take off. We came out of the Copa Sao Paulo and then I joined RV as a professional player. I scored a header on my debut, which was a defining moment for me. I then went on a good run and things started happening very quickly. A year later, I competed. Uh, competed in the South American under 20 championship, off the back of which I sold, I was sold to Lille. Things happened very quickly in my life, and thank God I'm now here at one of the best clubs in the world. I always knew Arsenal was a very big club. I had offers from other, other clubs, but my preference was certainly to come to Arsenal. I knew how big the club was. I knew about the aims and ambitions. Talks were very positive from the beginning, and I'm thrilled to be here. I spoke to my father and agent at the time when other offers came in. We fought hard about them. But as soon as we found out that Arsenal were interested and Edu called me, I didn't think twice. It's certainly every Brazilian player's dream to wear the national shirt, which as it should be, man. I hope Barca get sanctioned. They got way too many players. Thoughts on Lokonga? At the moment, he's probably best to be as a box-to-box -box midfielder. I don't think he's disciplined enough to play as a sixth. I mean, I hope he could turn into a competent six or an eight, but look how Xhaka's playing in that eight. Look what Odegaard, Smith, Rosenchenko, Vieira potentially could do if deployed in that role. Imagine just signing number eight. You can kind of gauge how low I kind of find Lokonga in that list. It's not an eight I want to see. I'd love to be proven wrong. I do think Lokonga can pass a ball and do some good things. But my praising a professional footballer who's captain Landelec, played 70 or times for them, been capped once by Belgium, signed for Arsenal Football Club in the middle of the park. Am I praising you for... Being a professional footballer as well, am I going to praise you for being able to hit a cross-field cross pass? Like, I think he did at Old Trafford in the build-up to Martinelli. Can you do that consistently? Can he dictate the tempo of a game? Is he mentally in check right now? Probably not. So, I don't know. In relation to Henderson, I don't know. I don't think Tierney would be mad at his situation. This is helping him be available for the World Cup. They didn't take anything from us. Rafinha wanted Barcelona and then Chelsea. I think that's a bit, bit of a childish and immature outlook on things, but... UEFA loner and that, I hear it. We feel that love from supporters out on the pitch. They're always behind the players on the pitch, not just during the best moments. If a player gives away a penalty, well, you know all about that, Gabriel. Or loses the ball, you know all about that. The most important thing is to stay focused. Or oh, prevention better than cure. I experienced that myself against Fulham this season. I nearly let my head drop because I lost the ball and we conceded a goal in the game when I was playing well. But what matters is the reaction and bouncing back after a mistake. Thank God I stayed focused and was happy to turn it around by scoring a goal towards the end. My Brazilian defender. I'm a guy who always wants to win. I'm always pumped before games and full of desire to do well. There's that feeling in your stomach, pause, ahead of every game, which is normal and also a positive thing. The supporters help with that. Big up yourselves. He also said, it's because when you are called up for the national team, it's a big step in your life. I certainly want to experience that again. 
I'm just trying to work hard here at Arsenal and I know the opportunities will follow. When you play for the national team, there's a feeling that you're representing your country. It's certainly every Brazilian player's dream to wear the national shirt. Six times. Don't watch that. We're going to do a thing, man. Um, since a young age, I've always enjoyed watching Neymar play. We don't play in the same position, but he's certainly my idol. I'm still a big fan of his today. Hey, come to the carpet, Neymar. We haven't played together yet, but I've been able to, to be together with him in training. I spent some time with him when I was at the national team squad. I'm a big Neymar fan. I hope to get to play with him soon and he can set me up to score a header. I hear that, man. Big up yourself, man. Big up yourself. Uh, on William Saliba, what's before we get into that? Kronke template for their teams is to develop a young team, young coach, and then spend big on key players to make a run for the titles. It has already worked for them in other sports. Any chance they lay the money down? They could, but what is money? Because if Arteta says, I don't know, Joe Bloggs, I want him in centre mid and he costs 15 million, then that could be the finders putting down money. What if he says, I need this and that and it's 100? I don't know. Because when I look at last Jan, it seemed like the Arthur Mello thing was done. Then there was concerns about the deal. I don't know, really. I think the Cronkays, since Arteta signed and definitely in the last two years, they've spent the bag in it. We've always left ourselves a bit short, but I do think they've spent they spent top whack in it. So I don't know what's going to be said in that regard or what's going to happen, but we need to keep progressing. 89 likes on YouTube, people. Come on, let's keep moving. Grow up a bit, please. Grow up, grow up a bit, please. You know, you're going to get the channel cancelled with them sort of comments. Do you know if there's a way to get into this Kuliseski deal? I would love Kulisevsky, but you should have got him last Jan. You know, you'd imagine if, if you know, you'd imagine there's a buy option if, if Spurs haven't taken out already, similar to Romero. That bridge is closed, people. Saliba's had something to speak about as well. He said, when I was a kid, I was always playing football. I just loved football from whenever I can remember. When I was three years old, I wanted to become a pro footballer. When I was older, it stayed as my dream for my whole life. It didn't come from my family, really, because they didn't like football like I did. But they gave me a ball when I was a very small kid. And ever since that moment, I was playing football. I didn't really do any other sports. Football was my favourite. I used to do athletics for a bit, just one year, really, the sprints events. But I always played football and joined the club when I was six years old. Big him up and finally nice to see he's doing his thing. When I was growing up, I watched all the Champions League games. I couldn't watch the other games because we didn't have all the channels. But that was the first time I watched Arsenal in the Champions League. Then I had an Arsenal shirt when I was about seven or eight. I loved watching Arsenal. I had Henri on the back. He was the one I looked up to the most. I loved watching him. Arsene Wenger was the manager. He's done it again. So there were a lot of French connections. I remember watching the big Champions League games against Barcelona. I remember that, but the other games too. You remember Van Persie getting sent off because of your way for Lona? Do you think Tommy Ashley should be in the starting eleven? He's doing all he can to complicate matters. You know, you can imagine left-back could be his, but I would say yes because, you know, you're always thinking your strongest team, you need your strongest defenders, which Tommy Asu is, but there's problems, you know. Tommy Asu could play left-back against Leeds away from home where that's going to be a big test off the ball. You saw how they played against Chelsea. You saw actually how they played in their defeat to Crystal Palace. High intensity, high energy, try and do them things there. He could go for Zinchenko and what he, you know, the flying Ukrainian does going into midfield. He could go for the flying Scotsman. You know, there's problems. You know, Tommy Asu said, all right, you want to play Ben White at right-back? I'll take left-back. You know, get Gabriel according to some fans should be dropped. I'll take left-centre-half. There's problems now. You know, Arteta should have nice sleepless nights. He's had bare sleepless nights where it shouldn't be, but he should have, you know, bare sleepless nights. Can you mimic Saliba's voice while reading the quotes? Jay, do you rate me? Everyone stop with it then, like. Oh, what that? What are you talking about and playing that? The man looked like a comedian to you. 
any of that. Less of that. But yeah, man, Tommy Asi played well against Salah. You know, one of our best 1v1 defenders against one of the best wingers or inside forwards in the world. Had a good game. Fire, lava, everything, man. <laughs> Anywho, away from that. Don't know what you're on, but yeah, man. You bigged up on French connection and all them things there. Where I'm from in France, everybody plays football. A lot of big footballers are from Bondi. And Bappe, Akone and a lot of others. So what's that? The concrete jungle, the hood. So people play a lot of football there. I wasn't always a defender. I was a striker all the way through the academy until I was about 12 years old. And what I would say, Arsenal, please, yeah, stop signing attackers that used to be goalkeepers because we heard Pepe used to be one, Lacazette used to be one. You know, Pepe had good moments and, 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 and inconsistent moments, Lacazette the same. But... It didn't bang. So stop signing, just completely off topic, stop signing players out of France or playing in France that used to be goalies in it. That might, you know, be a bit of a thing. But yeah, he said, I played in midfield a bit, but I only became a defender when I changed club. I joined a club called Montfermil, and that was the age when we were play when we went to play on a full-size pitch. The coach there said to me, let me try you at centre-back. From that moment, I didn't change. I was always tall for my age, so I liked playing there. I started watching defenders more and more to learn from them. I watched all the top defenders, wanting to learn from them all. And at the time, especially Van Dijk was someone I looked at to learn from his game. I mean, the masters, the apprentice has become the master, you know. You but you, you won the battle at, at, um, at the Emirates. Van Dijk's giving one emotional post-game, you know. Trent running away, savage. Obviously, big up Salih, but we finally got here, man. He signed him in 2019. In 2022, we're finally here. This is a special club. You know that when Arsenal is interested in you, Spurs tried a thing, it didn't bang. You are going to be very happy. There was no decision to make. You don't need to make a reflection. It was an easy choice. As soon as I knew Arsenal wanted me, I wanted to come here. And it's been a massive journey, but it makes you appreciate it a lot more, man. When I was on loan, it helped motivate me. Every day knowing that Arsenal were watching me, were in touch with me, and that soon I would be back here. Careful, people said, oh, I didn't know what he's doing. My objective was always to come back here and play here. So I knew I had to fight and work a lot while I was away from the club if I wanted to come back. Somebody from the club was in touch with me every week, giving me advice, encouraging me, and I knew they were supporting me even though I was in France. Also, having the love of the fans behind me while I was on loan was very special for me and helped me a lot. I saw some of it on social media, of course, and it made it easier for me to play. I wanted to give the fans something back now to thank them for their support. Shout out to you and you've scored two goals for us, including that cracker. Um, of course, you should be scared of City, man. Shout out to Trinidad. Shout out Trinidad and Tobago and the West, rest of the West Indies. Appreciate you and everybody else locked in. I know Ireland, Scotland and Australia and New Zealand are here somewhere because I see my usual dons. Why for that? 100%. But yeah, anyways, away from mimicking voices and any of that. But but he said, I first heard the song during the first half. I was so happy, very, very happy, in fact. And it helped me a lot to be focused on the game. It was very good. After the game, I walked over to the fans to say thanks because they helped me um, all through the game. But even in the Leicester game, they were supporting me. The reaction after the on goal meant a lot to me. I don't say I was surprised with it because I know how good the fans are here. I really appreciate it, though. It was great to hear. He then said he's still adapting to life in England. He said the food, the food is different, but it's good as well here. But I'm from Paris, so London is not so different. It's another city, so I think it's similar to France. The English people are different, though. I'm still getting used to the language, but it's okay. My family have not been able to come and watch me yet. That's upsetting. Just my friends so far, but my family will soon come. This month, I have one sister and one brother, and I speak to them all the time. They are happy with how it's going right now. They love the song the fans have for me. He then said, yes, now I want to win everything. I want to help the club come back to the very top. I'll give everything for this club to help us get back there. It's been very hard for me as well at, uh, at times at Arsenal, not playing all the time. 
But sometimes sport is like this. You don't only have good moments. It's part of life. And I think Saka, you were you with signing for 30 million, going out on loan and not playing. Saka with the stuff at the Euros. You know, Smith Rowe now with his injuries and, you know, he had to go out on loan. Martinelli bounced back from an injury, a career, even if you go just like that. If anyone in life has just had never had any heartache, I have to question what journey you've really been on, really. But these things break, these things make you. And maybe that's why Saliba's playing just that bit, bit better as well, because obviously he's got a bit more experience. But when something's been taken away from you, you want to fight even harder. But yeah, man, it's part of life. That's all in the past now. Now I'm just focused on the present and the future. I want to do my best for Arsenal, keep improving and working hard every day. Sign the new deals, man. Saliba, humble, even lying about the English food. He's doing bear cat, bro. He knows this, not on the French thing. I ain't on eating no snails and that. But yeah, man, he knows it's probably not the French thing. But whatever, in it? Lie to me, bro. Tell me you're signing a new deal, man. And Gabriel speak. Let's spin the block again for any news people i don't think there is anything of note to really discuss man it's a slow news day for arsenal this is why i big up you lot across twitch and youtube because yeah man you lot keep supporting the thing don't forget if you're on twitch you should be on twitch 20 past 5 5 20 p.m uk time we begin our watch along for napoli ajax we're on twitch so we can play about with youtube compilations and that 740 barca inter inter you know probably the favorites going into it barca a lot of pressure barca don't win at the camp nou my opinion, boss have to win all three games. Off topic, Gabby Abonglahor has said sorry to Ben White. We don't want your sorry, blood. You don't know what you're talking about, man. Shut up, man. But anyways, he said, I want to apologise to Ben White. I've given him a bit of stick recently in the past year, but he's been outstanding at right back. Nothing gets past him. And he's done decent on the ball as well. Credit to Ben White because he's proved me wrong. Fair play for being humble enough to say you're wrong. But shut up, man. Shut up, man. Shut up, man. I hope we feast on United at home. Listen, let's just deal with Leeds United first and then let's see what we're saying, innit? Let's just keep humble, man. Life, you have to humble yourself or <laughs> you don't want life to humble you. I've been there and trust me, you don't want that. Thoughts on SMS, Milinkovic Savic. I've been, I've seen a lot of him. Genuinely believe he's the best available centre mid on the market. If Lazio qualified for the Champions League, he wouldn't be there anymore and would widely be considered world class. Comes with a big tariff, you know. I think he's got big potential, got the physical qualities. I think he's a he's different to Pogba, but similarities, if that a bit of a white Pogba, lovely technical, you know, Serbian mentality, passing range, can score goals based on maybe there's a Serie A tax to be applied when he comes to the Premier League, if he signed for a Premier League team. But I'm having him. But it just seems like one that they just lie to all the time, man. Like it's it's I don't really believe anything that's linked with our players going to Italy. You know, Lokonga, AC Milan, then Roma, this and that. And in the last, you know, in the last few thingies, how many players have you seen linked with us out of Italy? You know, I'd love Locatelli. I'd love Zinolio. You know, Milinkovic Savic would be lit. But it's long now, man. The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. You should be scared for the City game, fam. You should be. Patano can become really wavy, man. Oi, I was big up everybody. I was tweeting about this Enzo Fernandez guy at Benfica. He looks lit. Good, you know, rattle man, rattle, rattle merchant, you know, the South American passion, good passing range, taken to life in Europe. Wasn't he at like River Plate or something? He's doing his thing. And Benfica have another you. What's his name, man? The young centre-back. What's his name, man? You think he gave away a penalty yesterday, man? He's a rattler as well. Good composed on the ball. I think he's only like 18, but he'll get there. Uh, I think it's Antonio Silva, six foot two, fairly composed on the ball. Plays quite well. Looks like he could be a top centre-back for Benfica one day. Let the man develop. But you could already see United and these sort of teams are on to him. I do like, is it Hakan Arnon? 
Harutsen, he caught my eye for Copenhagen. He looks quite young, 19 years of age, very cultured, plays in the half space, can play as an eight or a 10. Very much an Arsenal player based on the technical level. So there are little gems out there or players that could be all right, man. I, I think Enzo Fernandez and Antonio Silva are going to make top money for Benfica. And I don't know why I started talking about FC Copenhagen's Harrodson, but we did in it. So, yeah, man, top, top players in that regard. On that, I think we can make that a little talking point because I should be talking about them away from this, but I think we can make that a talking point. Yeah, but yeah, I like Enzo Fernandez. He'll cost it. He'll cost a bag. But if you could get that done from Benfica, you know they just signed him. Get it done, man. Looks a baller still. Fa looks a baller. Shout out the Twitch ones and the YouTube members. Caught the stream late. Any word on the Henderson issue? I mean, there's bare Chinese whispers with Henderson. He's he, he's he's called part A something. He said something allegedly to Gabriel. I don't want to be speculating on nothing. You know, I don't know, really. You don't, I don't know, really. You know, it just hears the FA are investigating. They'll speak to the relevant parties. And after that, what shall be, shall be. But I don't think anything comes of it, really. Don't know, man. Really don't know. What else? What else have you said here? Bellingham is 19 and captain of Dortmund. What a player he is, bro. What a player he is. Quality, top, top quality player, Jude. Bellingham is top, top player, man. Going to be even better. But then again, you know, once he takes the step up to them bigger clubs, the romance is gone. Because at Real Madrid, young or not, you saw even with Vinicius, you're going to have to do things to a certain level. It's not the things that you are wowing everyone with at Dortmund. They're not special anymore because you get into Real Madrid because you're a winger that can dance past everyone, striker that scores goals, defender that locks up shot. You know, you're not really that special. So there's a level of scrutinism. And that's why I rate how Jude Bellingham learned his craft at, at, Black, at Birmingham, sorry, doing what he's doing at Dortmund. And now, you know, he's scoring week in, week out in the Champions League. And now it looks like, unfortunately, Dortmund is going to keep it moving. But when they bought him, when they bought McCall, bus through Makoko, probably Kareem Adinyemi and many players that have been there before Jude Bellingham and after, they know what it is really and truly. It's a relationship of convenience. You come here, learn, you make money on you lot, you know? is where it is. And it's nice to see Bellingham, Sancho, all of these guys, because they're playing abroad as well. So, going to have to see, man. Yeah, you lot had Uncle Ferguson and the rest of it, you know, trying to gas his parents. He weren't onto it. What do you think of the Copenhagen keeper as backup? I mean, I, I guess so, but nah. Lafie's decent. I mean, I've spoken about him before. French brother. Even the guy that's just gone, Leon from Cannes, what's his name, man? He could be, give him a couple of years, he might be someone to watch as well, if I'm honest with you. But you have to give these young bulls time, man. Uh, what was we looking at? Slow news day, people. Like I said, the most exciting thing, unfortunately, is hearing about Zinchenko's injuries. So, yeah, man. Don't seem like there's anything else to be said in relation to Arsenal or anything. Apparently Tierney's been speaking. What has Tierney, what is, what is Tierney said? Tierney's given an interview as well, people. So let's see exactly what Kieran Tierney's had to say, people. Hey, flying Scotland, Scotsman, lovely. I hope we see Ethan, but he needs to sign that scholarship, bro. We need Eddie to work his magic and grab a cheeky Endrick. I would love him. He looks to be the future, but the Endrick, Barcelona, Madrid, is done in it. Put the bag down, but yeah. We hope Zinchenko is back sooner rather than later. If we keep this up, we're going to turn heads and be preferred destination for up-and-coming ballers. Hope so, but you've got to keep doing what you're doing. 
I don't know anything about that, but if he's Jamaican, bring him, man. We need that. Tierney on top in the table and his season so far. Anyways, he said... Games. Tell him again, Tierney. Hey, tell him again. Because there's 20, there's 20, 30 games left. If you look at last year, we were down in the table and we climbed our way up. So there's a long way to go and there's no point in even thinking like that. And that goes for Liverpool, for everybody. If we bottle our next eight games, what's going to be said? If Liverpool go and win their next eight, nine games, what's going to be said there? And I understand it. A week's a long time in football. So I can't expect fans not to draw conclusions over eight or nine weeks. But the manager keeps saying it. The players keep saying it. Martinelli says, keep your feet on the ground. Arteta is urging caution and quashing any talk of titles and things and saying, let's see where we're at after 12 games. Let's relax. Same way we kind of pulled back our season for how it started. And obviously it ended terribly. We need to calm down, turn the good into great, you know. And keep working on the bad stuff. Keep, you know, not getting ahead of ourselves. And we might have a season to remember in recent years for Arsenal. He said, you want to stay at the top, of course. I've got a, I've got a bit of experience at Celtic when we're expected to be at the top and stay on top as well. So it's familiar in the way for me that the pressure is on to stay there. The other teams are chasing you. And we want to keep that going as long as we can. Obviously, I'd rather us be talking about top of the table than, you know, trying to score some goals. Our first goals of the season against West Brom and that. Progress is the main thing. We progressed every year, so we want to keep progressing well. You just want to finish up as high as possible, and we know what we want, and we'll keep working towards that. If the manager calls me, I'm ready. It's been tough. I missed pre-season, coming back from an injury, and the first game I played was in the Palace one. That was the first week of training that I had. I've just been trying to get minutes here and there, so it's been a tough start. But whether I'm first, second or third choice, I'm just going to keep working hard and see where it takes me again. Exactly. Leave your ego at the door. I want everybody to want to start. I want everyone to be upset. But the team comes first. And when you when your time comes, be ready. He said, I wouldn't say competition motivates me more as whether I'm the only left back or there's five left backs. I'm still motivated to play and do well day to day and nothing changes in my life. If I'm playing, I'm not just working as hard as I possibly can. I train hard. And if the manager calls on me, I'm ready. I mean, I, I swear there were some previous comments with Arteta and Tini. We bigged him up as well. Where is he? You go to page eight. I'd have to really try to find that, man. I'd have to really try and find that, but I can't find that right now. But yeah, he said, oh, where's YouTube gone? And Twitch. Oh, there we are. So yeah, I want to play every single game possible. When you don't when you don't play like all footballers, you're disappointed. But when you get the chance, you just need to make sure you go and take it. Amen. It's all come together and we're one club, one unit. Amen. Flying Scotsman. I'd say it's the best since I've been here. And I think that's a credit to all the fans, the players and the staff. It just feels like it has clicked. Everyone has come together. So let's make sure we do that in tough moments. You hear reactions after we can see can see goals. You, really, you very rarely hear that in football. Our fans ended up drowning out the Liverpool fans after they scored just to try and cheer us on. Go again and try and get another goal. I think you need that. It's been building. Even last season, you fans and this season it's all just come together we're one club one unit big up kt for that is there anything else said here where's Mikel arteta's press conference i guess that will be a job tomorrow come on north london forever whatever the weather these streets are our heart come on i'm saying arsenal to win the league this season i can't lie especially if you get another center defensive mid and another midfielder also man's got garms few dg new things due to be live on the road Ruh. he's in Man's got some Amiri drip or something. He's in Balenciaga's and that. 
Don't shout me if it's not that. Now I'm playing, man. Um, brother, I don't know for league title, bro. I don't know where Arsenal are in the league table. I haven't. I don't check the league table. I know Arsenal start at the top in August. As any Arsenal fan, you of any or any club, you'd want us to stay there. It's down to us to keep working hard. We've put a good run of form together. Let's just keep working hard. Turn what we're good at to what we're great at. Work on what we're what we're bad at, and just try and be better every game. See where that takes us. See where we're at at the turn of the year. See where we're at in May. You know, but yeah, like I said, I don't know where Arsenal, I don't know where them talking points are. Top four was the goal. Go as far as you can in Europa League. Anything beyond that is a bonus. But the same way, it's all positive sentiments. These can ch turn change at, the, at, 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 at a whim, really and truly. So let's just keep going, really. Let's just keep going and doing what we're doing. TNE speaks. Sorry, folks. Let's put them timestamps in before I forget what we actually spoke about. Smash the like button if you haven't already, folks. Um, seeing Tierney is just is just too good level-headed and my left back. I would hate to support a team like Ajax or Dortmund challenging for the league and your best player gets sold every season. I was peed when we first sold Ronaldo to Madrid. I hear that, but it's the, it's the game, man. The game is the game, man. Second place to City from where we were in the past few years is basically like winning the league. Ah, I hear you, but winning the league is winning the league and having the biggest trophy is not like winning the league, bro. You don't get no trophies for finishing second. Second place is third loser. It's sec sorry, second place is first loser. So, yeah, man, I know the, gen the new generation has been taught that everyone gets, whether you finish first or eighth, everyone's a winner. I get what you're saying, you know, Kelvin, but dead that, man. You know, top four was the minimum. I want to go as far as you can in the Europa League. Regardless of who's in it and who drops in it, we're in that. We're Arsenal. We should always be trying to win that FA Cup, League Cup, if you can as well. Anything, man, because we're like our manager. You know, we're not glittered with trophies. So anytime you can win and have success, success is in same way. Negativity, success is infectious. Really, you know. I don't know about anyone else, but Sunday League, when you win the league once or a cup once, you want to do it again and again and again and again and again and again. It's like getting pussycat. You know, you want to get it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Some people ain't got the drip, so I don't know. But yeah, you want to keep doing it. So let's just keep doing what we're doing, man. I think that's yeah, yeah, man. Let's not talk too tough. But you get the point. I hope so, man. I hope so. You're gassing me. We're well, we're just above relegation, DJ. It's going well. Amen, man. But they say we only play the small teams where Spurs and Liverpool are concerned. Maybe we maybe they're right. I had to, man. I know Marcel's lurking somewhere. I had to, man. It's all entertainment. Big up, DG. Why do you think the game has moved on from skill to athleticism where the ball is at? Because you know, individuality is gone now. It's all systems and that. And obviously, there's players that show individual brilliance, but the game's gone mad. It's all NBA players. It's not really about personality. The players that have personalities aren't necessarily the ones excelling. It's more system-based players. And obviously, the game's advanced, but we've gone to a world now where strikers always have to score goals, but man are talking about general play without scoring. We're talking about defenders and goalkeepers. How good are they at passing a ball? Some keepers can do mad things, but they don't concentrate and they can't catch a ball. Some centre-halves can't defend, but they can ping a crazy pass. So maybe it's just a byproduct of where the game's gone, really. I don't know, man. I mean, Vieira back up wing, I hear it, but you're an eight or a ten to me, man. I want demons out wide. You can do a job, but you're more, he want, he's a bit more like, uh, Smith Rowe can do it as well. Um, and he can do a job out wide. So I guess Vieira can, but their game's more coming short for the ball, the neat, cute, technical, vengable sort of stuff. Saka can do that. Martinelli's learning to do that, but they're more demon sort of stuff. Marcel's a big boy. I'm an old school goon. I've been supporting Arsenal since 77. However, I'm still not happy at the moment where Arsenal are as a club. 
American owners will destroy this in every club in England. Dump the Cronkies, get Dangote. Uh, Dangote was capping. I don't listen. I don't know. I just get the right owners, whether they're American, English, aliens, whatever in it, really. And you, you know, to be fair, I'm no defender of the Cronkies, but they spent they recently. I don't think we can blame them for any failures, really. Just let PSG have him. Remember when Barca wanted Thiago Silva and Verratti? The rest is history. I hear that. Arteta has really united the fan base, man. I remember a couple of years back after Wenger, the atmosphere around the club was so toxic compared to now. Yeah, man. I agree we need to play FA Cup as much, but if we're in like the semi-finals of the Europa League, we need European focus. I hear that. You know, dream world for me would be the FA Cup, the Europa League and top four. If you can do two of the three, why not? Obviously, the League Cup, you, you, as long as you're in it, starting with a tricky test to, to uh, Brighton, you might as well try, try and do a thing in that, but... Who knows? Cup competitions are very subjective. Who knows? I like Marquinhos, but I don't think he's ready yet either. But him and Reese Nelson have a chance, maybe until the end of the season, maybe potentially until January, depending on what they can do. He's been linked with Ivan and Dika once again because his contract's running out. Ah, I would like another centre-half, but ah, I'm not too sure about that. Same old, same old way. That's concerned. Same old, same old way. That's concerned. Pardon me. If you had to replace someone from your starting lineup to someone available in the market to win the league, who would you sell them by? I mean, I don't know, really, because the players I want, I don't think we can obtain, really and truly, you know. It's going to be big money. But I do think you might need to look at central midfield. So it has take nothing away from how Jack is playing. But um, you'd have to upgrade on that in the eight row. The way Gabriel's moving, probably need to upgrade on the on, on that left-sided six. Probably need another winger that is better than what Martinelli is at the moment. Um, can give Saka some real problems. And then it's just about complementing the squad in different variety, in my opinion. I could sit here and say Bellingham and Bappe, all of these guys that we've been linked with. I would love, I would like, love, he don't think he's this, he's an ex, he's going to sound like a hypocrite, but I would like that Kone midfielder from Gladbach. Still got my eyes on Kareem Adeniemi at Dortmund, he's just got there. I mean, his, the, the, the president from Milinkovic Savage just said 120 million and it's going up. That would be probably completely different from um, what happens in, in the summer. You know, we're going to keep getting linked with Telemans, Ruben Neves, Douglas Louise, you know, Locatelli, Zanolio, all of these sort of guys, man. He still, yeah, he plays a bit too safe, a bit within himself. Like in his last out, in his first one at the Emirates, you know, I think he started off brightly and kind of fizzled out. But I expect that from you, you know, really. I'll be, I mean, obviously in terms of a body, he might stay at the club, but you'd expect he's one that if the right opportunity became available, potentially loan him out. If you had to get a strike partner for Jesus, would you go for a target man or a poach? I'd rather a target man. If you could get that, a Giroud right now, it'd be all right for the Who knows, bro? Really? Don't forget, people, I'm live at 5.20 on Twitch. We're going to watch Napoli-Ajax. I'm also live at 7.20 to watch Barcelona into Milan. And tomorrow, we're watching Glint. In the morning, we'll go live together, but we're watching Glint and that. So, yeah, man. Rice and Jude Bellingham, please, Cronkey. Don't think it. Just give me Jude. And it's calm, man. No disrespect to Declan Rice, but just, just give me Jude and let's do something else. But that ain't happening either, man. 
120 million for SMS is too much. Bro, in the summer, it's going to be less than that. They might run, let him run down this car. I don't know, really. But we're going to keep getting linked with a bunch of players, man. Danilo, Milinkovic, Savic, Locatelli, Zanolio, Douglas Louise, Telemans, Awa every now and again, as you've seen. Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice, you know, Clickbait Central. Uh, who else is there? And anyone else we've been getting linked with? Danilo, if I haven't made that clear. So, yeah, man, we'd have to, we're going to have to see what's going on, man. Skamaka's doing all right at, at West Ham, isn't it? I, the only guy, I, I, out of recent ones, the only one I really regret, and it's not even a regret, Bruno Guimaraes, man, he was there, bro. He was there, even going back to the time, even going even going, even going back to the time where Fingy couldn't behave himself, where uh, Guendouzi couldn't behave himself, and we, there was rumours of swapping. Guimaraes could have been the guy, all-action midfielder. You know, gets the gets what football's about in England. Got that Brazilian fight in him, South American hunger. You know, can score goals, lovely passing range. Like, Gomares would have been the one for me, but if you could find someone with that skill set, great. But that one there's gone in it. But the good thing is, unless you can find these players, I don't know where they are. It's not my job to find them, but you can find them. You can't find a Messi all the time. You can't find an, a Ronaldo, but you can find good players. They're there. They're everywhere. And, you know, all of these players have to start somewhere. Lewandowski, way before he was at Barcelona, Bayern Munich and Dortmund, he, he was in his homeland in Poland. Blackburn almost got him. If it wasn't for Ash Clouds, uh, Sam Allardyce might have signed him, really. They've all got to start somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. So do your due diligence. Of course, I would like the sexy signings, the big game players. That's what all our fans want. But as long as they're competent, in their roles, they're confident in their abilities. You know, they don't get too excited when things are going well. They don't get too down on themselves. And most importantly, consistent, the three Cs, is what it is, man. So I hope when the market finished, we, we started scouting, in it? But that one day is gone. Shout out, Mac. Would you put a cheeky bid in for Mitrovic? You could, but, you know, how much a Fulham going to ask for? An arm and a leg, in it? And I don't think he's worth that. But I would like a, a def well, Jesus does it, but I would like a striker who's a bit of a part of my language, a bastard in that regard. So why not, man? Wonder would Arteta call up any academy players in the games versus Bodo to rest as much? I don't think any would start beyond those that might not have started already, but they might, you know, I'd love to see a lot of them travel with the first team and make their debuts and do the rest of it. So, yeah, man. I'd say that really. Yeah, Jesus didn't train today as a precaution. Allegedly, imagine Gamarez or SMS playing in that eight role that Jack is playing right now. It'd be lit. I mean, I'm just, I would have loved Basuma, but you know, when you read some of the the articles coming out of Spurs, allegedly Conte is not convinced with him defensively as of yet, and you was gonna be in that team to be the part A replacement, which you can do it, you know. But primarily, you know, he obviously has a lot of ability passing the ball, but it might not have been that. Did you get it? so? Yeah, I don't know, man. I would have loved him, but you saw the talk was more of around a six. I mean, an eight. Sorry, so it was never gonna. It was always gonna be a myth where that was concerned. It is what it is regarding that, man. It really is what it is. On that topic as well, though, folks. Again, you know, it's time for me to go get some lunch. It's first things first. It's been fantastic being here with you lot. I hope to see whoever Nazori is. Big up you lot. I hope that some of you hit the like button on my Barcelona into Milan thing. But I see you lot at 7.40 for that. Uh, Twitch gang, I was Twitch exclusive. I'll see you lot for Napoli versus Ajax at 20 past five. 
And yeah, man, tomorrow we're obviously watching Glint, Boldo Glint versus Arsenal. That's at 5.45. I'll be live an hour before at 4.45. Um, and we'll do we'll do some sort of live stream in the morning if there's anything to really discuss. Probably go over Mikel Arteta's press conference and anything else. So yeah, man, if you haven't subscribed, if you haven't hit the like button, etc., you know, please make sure you're doing that. Please make sure you're checking the links pinned to this tweet, this this message and well, this video and whatnot, and everything I've just put in the message thing. Um, yeah, man, without you lot, the platform's dead. You know, we I always say I appreciate the fact that you lot come here with elite conversation, talking points, etc. etc. Whatever you lot are doing, with it being the halfway point of the week, I hope you lot are, you and your loved ones first and foremost have good health and have better health because that can never can never have too good health, really. Um, and yeah, man, I hope where you lot's goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, you know, I hope it's all going great, man. I'm going to love and leave you lot and catch you lot in a bit, man. God bless you all. Peace out, man. See you at 5.20 and see you at 7.40. Tell me something!